0: Before you go, Joe, yes, um, call me your uh, hair. If
1: I call Lisa.
0: my hair uh, Matt, I look like Neil Diamond. <laughs> it's better than looking like Coco the Clown. <laughs> uh,
1: go on, Jess.
0: Lisa's laughing
2: because when we do these, she says it's great, she can go and watch uh, watch a, a film or something. And I said, Oh, I said, I'll put headphones in, she can't hear anything. She said, Yeah, maybe because you've told that
1: story about your old climb on 100 times. <laughs> <laughs> Climb on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a different story altogether. Orden, holden,
3: send more house to save the house.
2: Hello, good evening everybody and welcome to the Housecast, the Low House Club podcast. Just been announced that we're in Tier 4, which is absolute cosmic, so we don't know what we're going to be doing for the, uh, the next few weeks. But hopefully this vaccine can kick in. I've no doubt Gary's probably in Tier Half down there on the, uh, the course, down with the posh ones. But, uh, but we'll just keep plodding along. We've got a fantastic guest tonight, a lad who's played a number of years A number of years ago as well, for a lot of years, uh, an outstanding cricketer uh, and a real character, a real top lad. um, And then we've got another guest, Matto. So anyway, how's it going, chaps? Um, Gary, how's it going since the last podcast? Yeah, great, Jess. Yeah, just like
3: everybody else, really. Um, Yeah. Yeah, been out today, got a bit of fresh air up on more, a bit of hiking.
2: So, yeah, grand. Good lad. Good lad, that's good. Um, We've not got uh, Joe Martini on this evening, it's actually his birthday, so we will, we'll not waste five, ten minutes of waffling on about what he's been up to in the West End room. But we've got our our great co-host on with us again, Joe Beneducci. How's it going, Dooch?
1: All right, Jess, thank you. Good. Any golf going on? No golf, no. No. I no, um, managed to have a sneaky uh, outdoor beer at the cricket club on Christmas Eve. We weren't breaking any rules. Um, six or seven of us stood round on the car park for uh, Fat Gav's birthday. Oh, that's fine. I, was, so that was, I actually uh, sent him a message. Okay. Yeah, did he get as drunk as he normally does? On... No, no, he did bring a bottle of Benny, though, for the no. for, to drink on the car park. Good part, lad. But... <laughs> Good lad. Regiment. Mm.
2: Uh, Benedictine on the car park. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's so we'll have to, have to ask our guest if he's, uh, if he's ever heard of that before. So anyway, I, thanks, I can dude.
0: I can tell you about some other people, but they weren't called Benedictine on the car park. But
2: anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe save that for later, Matt, but after I introduce yeah. you. Um, so anyway, fantastic, uh, he's a very good friend of mine, who we've, you know, we've known each other for donkey's years, he's slightly older than myself, he made his debut, I believe, in 1975, but we'll, uh, we'll confirm that when we got him on. This evening's special guest is the legendary Roger Bromley.
4: <laughs> Hiya Brom, how's it going? It's fine, except for the lockdown, I'm just as fed up as everybody else. We're very limited to what we can do, aren't we? Yeah, so, it's not ideal. Yeah, it's just walking.
2: Yeah, yeah it's not ideal. No, but it is what it is. Yeah.
4: We we can see light at the end of the tunnel, now. So.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Roger, thanks very much for coming on. Um, I don't know if you've listened to our podcasts or you've you, you, have you have you managed to catch any? Yeah, I have. I really enjoyed them. Very good. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. So you know the format of what we're about, Roger. Yeah. And uh, it's just, you know, let, let's have a, a real informal chat, a good catch up. And let's just uh, share some memories and let's hope that we can just have a, an hour's extra uh, jolliment for some of the spectators out there. So am I right, Roger? You made your debut in 75? I did, yeah. Uh,
4: I left yeah. school that year. And uh, Mick Jones was a PE teacher at Bardin at the time. And uh, right. he was already he was already down at Law House. So um, wh- when we're coming towards the end of the year, he was asking me where I was going to be playing. And at that time, I was just playing up townly with, with the boys club and called club casuals, if you'd ever heard of them, with uh,
2: Arthur Greenwood and yeah. Herbert. No, and, I, don't, uh, I didn't know they played for them. Yeah, I didn't know Arthur and Herbert,
4: yeah. Yeah, well, I played with them. I was only 14 and 15. But it yeah. was really good. It was, it was good fun.
2: Yeah.
4: And uh, there was a guy called uh, Alan Whittem at school who um, Iggy's related to the, uh, to the Whitton family. Fred was an yeah. umpire, Fred Whitton. Right, yeah. And uh, I, w- I was friends with Alan, and uh, Alan was already down at Lorais as well. So I knew a couple of people from down there. Uh, I met Stan in the town team, playing for the town team. So right. I knew Stan then. And uh, so I, I, I was only knowing about w- where to go. And as always in situations like this, I used to uh, finally ask, ask my brother, Barry, for his advice. And he was down at Burnley at that time. He'd left Law Ice and he was established down at Burnley. And I did think that he might want me to go down there, but uh, he had none of it. His first recommendation straight away was to go down Law Ice.
2: Really? Was... I mean, I was going to come on to that with, with Barry playing. Um, so you then, you're leaving school, you're 16? Yeah. That'd be about right, yeah? Yeah. So you've obviously played a bit of cricket. And we'll come back to that, Rog, for your, your earlier days. Um, how, how old would Barry have been then? Um, he would have been late twenties, right? Okay, because I do remember because he played at Lough House first, didn't he? Is that right?
4: Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He didn't leave actually under Clyde, but he, he actually felt like with Bob Lloyd after a, right. an, after an AGM. He didn't like the way that Bob Lord had talked to one of the uh, older members. Right. Uh, he had a word with him afterwards,
2: and it didn't go down yeah. well. So uh, right, it, it wasn't very approachable, wasn't Bob? on things like no, that. No, I believe so. Because Barry was a good player. I mean, I, I played against him only right at the end of his career, but he was a great batter, wasn't he? He got, he got a lot very of runs in, league. Yeah, yeah. He, very aggressive batter. Uh, and I used to like people who used to bat that way. Yeah.
4: Uh, but when I asked Barry, like I say, he um, straight away um, said, no, I've got into to the ice. He said, uh, I'm, Brian, Egan going to look after you down there. Like I say, I already knew Stan.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, and I, the first time I went down was with Alan Whittam and I, I just fell in love with the place.
2: Yeah.
4: Everybody made me feel so welcome. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm not sure whether there were even a third team then. Th- there was a second team, obviously, and uh, an under-18s. And I played for under-18s and, and seconds. Right. Um, And it was right at the start of the 75 season when uh, I think uh, a lad called Mark Milner was the, the captain of the second. And I've got to say, that they were mainly the, the, the older end. Yeah. Uh, which which he was in those days. We hadn't we hadn't many youngsters. Uh, certainly youngsters that were good enough to start pushing for first team. Yeah. So really, it was only Stan and myself that that was in that second team that was uh, that were that were quite young and uh, and we both did quite well that year. Um. I I not say I was only young, but I took quite a lot of wickets in the second team and Stan were getting runs and um, eventually it towards the end of the season, last two games of the season, I think it were, I made my debut against Church away and, uh, and the last game of the season, so I made his debut against Enfield, I think it was. So who else would have been in the
2: seconds then, Rog? You know, what What were the players, you're right, obviously it was well before, probably 10 years before my time in senior cricket, who would have been the Boardwells and? Yeah, yeah. although
4: they, they, they went first team every now and again,
2: but there'd right. be uh, Alan Suthers, right. uh,
4: Peter Scaife. Right, yeah. Gary's dad, I remember yeah. I, I remember Brian bringing either Gary or Chris to one of the games at Accrington and Gary would only be really young, if it was Gary, like I said, I can't remember whether it was Gary or Chris, uh, but they were very competitive, you know, they were tough, they were tough guys and I, I know Stan used to have the shit beaten out of him every week. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, <okay>. Nothing wrong. <laughs> there's an episode
3: <laughs> in of its own there, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: We really fly with Stan. I, I, I were really quiet. He's no. Just, yeah. I'm mad that, bro. <laughs> yeah. i would mad just sit quietly, go now, and Stan would be really flying. And, and every week he got battered. So, I, I
2: learned when to keep my mouth shut, really. Because, because were bigger,
4: they were bigger and stronger than me.
2: <laughs> Bigger and dafty, yeah. I suppose it, uh, it was like it was if
4: Ian Wrigley. or would he have been first? Ian Wrigley? Yeah, he played. He was he was a keeper at one time, yeah. Yeah, uh, Pete Mosley, What he played? Yeah, Pete Mosley had been in that team. See, the, the the personnel did change quite a bit, but um, but they were all really really good people, you know. And uh, I enjoyed that time, but they were really competitive as well. I've, I've got to say that you know we weren't the best team in the world by any stretch. And neither was the first
0: team. Yeah. Uh, you know, with would have a oh, poor but, who, that so, so who who would have been the first team that year?
1: Um Games. Peter Wade. I've got Higgins. I've got I've got a scorecard up, so yeah, it's Higge, Mick Jones, Peter Wade, Lofty, uh, Trevor Jones,
3: Mick Clark.
1: Yeah. Mick Clark right, okay. Somebody called P. Atkinson open batting.
4: Yeah, he <laughs> he, he came from uh from Padium with Stephen G. There were a few came from from Paddyham because obviously they thought there's a chance to play in Lancashire League with us because we weren't that good a side and not, not being disrespectful to anybody who was in the side, but we weren't. And so Pete Atkinson came from Paddy and he was a, a left-hand uh, opening batter and he was also a bouncer at Cat's Whiskers. So me and Stan used to get in Cat's Whiskers when we were <laughs> underage. And we felt, like, we, felt like, we felt like celebrities because he'd, uh, he'd opened doors and say, come in,
2: lads, and we'd go to a film, take and get in. He, it, it was really good.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, did Pete, Pete Atkinson? Uh, I didn't realise he was a bouncer down there, but I do think you know, he, he, he was on with his wife, wasn't he? A lot and, and the kids were very friendly. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, 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 I was alright with him. Um, obviously, I didn't know him in
4: second team. He wasn't in second team. He, he, he'd gone into first team by this time. But, yeah. It. Uh, he, he he, I got to know him quite well, and, and like I say, with, with him being a bouncer on Cats Whiskers, that was that was just a godsend for us. Yeah. It were great.
2: Yeah, just you and Stan then. Yeah.
4: So, <laughs> tell us how that worked. What would it be after a cricket game and? Oh, it, you... well, we start. We, I started going down before Stan. I started going down on Sunday nights with kids. Right. Well, underage. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're under. It we was underage stuff. But um, yeah. but the, but they, they didn't bother. They turned a blind eye. But then we started getting a bit grown up, and then uh, me and Stan started going down on Friday nights. But we we'd no idea about the, the protocol about how it worked and what time he used to go down to these nightclubs and that. So uh, me and Stanley used to turn up at half past seven. <laughs> Cashier would, would just be uh, just, just be opening up to start playing people in. And so we'd be first people paying money to get in and there'd be nobody in except cleaners. <laughs> and first people didn't start coming come in until nine o'clock. So we used to just sit there
2: waiting for people to come in. Oh, is yeah. that why you got your thirst for eight pints in the first two hours? It, it probably would have been Red Barrel, it was. Red Barrel. So what that's obviously, you know, when so you've not been, you know, obviously you didn't go to school with Stan. You, you met him at, um, you know, playing town team cricket. But then you've obviously formed this great friendship. But, you know, that early age of 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And to this day, which is, uh, it, it's pretty yeah. it's really good. Well, yeah, I fantastic. Stan was a very fun, funny chap. You know, and, he's, and he still is. But the beatings he took, and he'll tell you about them himself, he, he, they didn't mess about with him. You know, they, they held him down and battered him. Come no, on, I don't think he will, Rod. I, I, thought, <laughs> no. I thought, when are you going to learn? But he never did. <laughs> but, well, yeah, <laughs> isn't
1: it funny? We've had him on a few times and we've discussed all different topics with him, but that has never come up. Yeah.
4: No. Well, oh, there you go. It certainly yeah. happened. <laughs>
1: Thank you to our three sponsors for supporting our podcast john russell's art caterers and milltown pies who offer fantastic catering services alexander grace law who provide modern and client-led legal services and SVE furnishings who offer high quality furnishings and electrical items at fantastic prices
4: but well, they were they were really good people and like i said i, I love that time and uh after making my debut see how, you know you think you're going to push on then and uh in 1976 that's when Colin Milburn were uh, pro. And uh, he yeah. was one of my first heroes as a, as a youngster. So to, to be able to play in the same team as him was just incredible for me.
2: But yeah, I, I bet. At
4: the, time, at, at the start of 1976, Lawrence had a, an idea to uh, bring Jack Stott. I don't know if you, you remember Jack Stott or have heard of him. But yeah. he was uh, a, a good bowler for us. Uh, but he'd retired. So they decided to bring Jack out of retirement to mentor me in the second's. Um I'm I'm not sure I, I felt I needed that, but um I I'm, I'm not being big headed there. I'm just saying I, I, because Jack didn't really speak much. I I, I don't know what his, his, his role was really. I, I know that it said he was to mentor me, but it, it it didn't coach me or anything and didn't do much with me and uh, I were going a lot of wickets again. Stan got into the into the team he was in the seconds with me at the start of the season, but got in he got quite a few runs and got into into the first team again, but I was just left still getting a lot of wickets, but not being able to get it first team, because Jack didn't think I were ready.
3: Right.
4: So, so I managed to get it in first team for probably last third of the season, and okay. I, I, I loved it. It was great. But that that team, like I always said, we were probably just five batsmen short of a decent side. Just
2: five?
4: <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but we all seem to have good, good bowling teams. You know, even back then, there were lots of Trevor Jones and whoever Pro was at the time. And then there yeah. was guy called Neil Hodgson, who was a, a, a pace bowler. And he yeah. was good, Neil. He, he was he sharp and he was good. So it, it was difficult to get a place in the team as, as a bowler. Yeah. and uh, But and I did it. And I I got my first success at the end of uh, the, that season.
3: You talked about Jack Can- Stott there, uh, Rog, and mentoring. Was there anybody... Specifically, I mean, to so be honest, first time I came across you, you're right. My dad brought me on a few games and things like that. And then, in those periods where I didn't see him for a while, uh sort of used to sneak on myself um, to watch to watch games. And it were it were a, it were always a funny game I had with Clifford because he knew where I used to sneak in, or he thought he knew. And then he you know and he'd see me on ground <laughs> and and he. And he I oh, know. I paid. I paid. Those. Anyway, big it. So one one day, I put there were there were between a wall and a, and some railings, there were a gap where I, that I could just sneak through it like 10, 11 year old or something. And he put anti-vandal paint on there, so oh, I'm yeah. so I'm covered in it, walking right grind. So he knows where I've come in. So he says, "Right, that's that's fifty p. I want off you." <laughs> but anyway, to get on to this thing, and and so I didn't know a lot of players' names. But your bowling action made you stand out, and it, it, it And I always thought later on that we wonder whether that would. Not, I don't think we've ever spoke about it, but wonder whether your your action were like natural, or whether you'd you'd it had been coached. You'd, you know you'd had a lot of coaching to bowl that way and stuff like
4: that. I've never had any coaching actually, Gary. The the only bit of coaching I ever had was from Jimmy Armanath, who told me that I dropped my head on on delivery. And uh, told me to keep my head up because if you can't see where if you can't see where the ball's going, how do you expect to know where it's gonna where it's gonna land? And and honestly, that that was pretty much it. But my brother Barry, he um, in my younger days, I, I used to bowl chest on, uh, still as fast as I can because I wanted to be as bowling in the world. So as part of that quest, I used to just bowl fast and uh, as fast as I could anyway. But like I said, I was chest on, so I yeah. tend to bowl little, little in-duckers. And Barry said to me, if, if you want to get pros out, you're going to have to bowl leg cutters or outswingers swingers. And so I just practised myself. I used, I used to just watch other bowlers that used to bowl that. And I used to just watch them and copy them. And I changed my action to being, instead of being chest on, to being side on. And uh, I, I lengthened my run up a little bit so I could try and bowl a bit quicker if I could to try and trouble professionals. And, uh, and, and, and then I, I, after a, quite a long time, I, I managed to get it, pretty much right so um, and once I once I, I got that leg cut to and, and out swing going I, you could take more wickets so
2: yeah, yeah well, it was, that's interesting that, I mean that Gary's yeah definitely Gary brought that up we had, we had a conversation earlier on around you know because we always chat about the guests that are coming on and, and we, we discussed between us that you know you're and I never really knew I thought you played at Lower House you know a, a little bit younger than that and you might have been just catching the the was well, it Bill Holt and and those who who were given any coaching? So was there any? Was it Mick Jones really at at, at school? That, did he give you a, you know any encouragement or was it just yeah, purely? Yeah.
4: yeah, Mick was. Yeah, if there was any coaching, it was probably from Mick, uh, right? Uh, as a as a young kid, but really it 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 wasn't coaching as such as he used to just have me bowling at him for hour after hour after hour.
3: <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> George, you watch my yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Gary. Yeah, show me your watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mick Jones over that classic tale, weren't I, I don't know if around Gary or if anyone remembers it, when someone's batting uh, at, at Lower House because he came to play at Lower House, didn't he? I don't know. In the second, yeah, or the third, it was down at Lower House then. Oh, right, okay. And the, uh, the batter he's fiddling about, he can't, he's not seen the ball right, there's something just not right, and eventually stops the bowler. And said, umpire, there's something, there's a little red thing at bottom of the sight screen. Will you let me know what it was? And it was Mick Jones' led on the sight screen with his cap on. <laughs> <laughs> and umpire's asking what are you doing. He says, I'm just trying to find the red trajectory of the ball. I'm batting next. He
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, it was, it was an off-the-wall character. I remember him coming up yeah. to me once uh, on, on the cricket field. And he said, Roger, come and have a look at this. And he he on in his pockets. I thought, what the hell's he doing here? <laughs> and uh, anyway, he pulled out this matchbox and he had a B in it. He said, it's it's my pet B <laughs> this is the middle of a cricket game it it, <laughs> it was bizarre I remember I remember one game I think it was against Baker. I've I've I can't remember the year maybe 77 maybe and uh, we were drawing with Baker and Mick Jones were batting we needed one to win with a full over to go and the eight ball overs and he missed everyone so we ended up drawing the game only <laughs> it was incredible how can you miss eight
1: balls <laughs> Let's we'll have, have a look for that one.
2: Yeah, the Tide they, they, game, by the way.
1: Okay. Yeah, seventy-six. The tied game, <laughs> and one hundred and forty-three. Baker one hundred and forty-three all out, and we were obviously one hundred and forty-three, but for six. So not only did he miss <laughs> eight balls, <laughs> he still had four wickets in hand, and. <laughs> he was on seven not out at the time as well so he must have uh, he'd already before he before he flashed at eight uh, dot balls he'd already scored seven Some people so it wasn't to completely say, cold he, he, was, he wasn't he wasn't
3: he was known for batting for his average at all and he sort of yeah. kind, he knew exactly how many balls he'd faced how many runs he'd scored you
1: know
3: and yeah. how many he how many got, got off pro how many he got off this ball how many he got off leg side how many he got off long yeah. side he were, he were he were a proper wheeler Yeah he
2: yeah, was yeah he was it was a uh, it was a strange character, but yeah, it's, it's just I mean, so that's interesting when you talk about Jack Stott. And he didn't really help because you did have, you know, like I can remember that you know your action was absolutely perfect. You know, you could get it down to the other end, and you could bowl. You know, you, you certainly bowl your worst swinger and the leg cutter really well, and and with some pace. So it, it's quite incredible that, that you didn't have. You know, you're almost self-taught. Yeah, and it, it was really, I'm, it, but um, I did
4: need uh, help from. I, what I'm trying to say is I I needed to ball from a certain end. And if oh, I didn't. No, you, get away, Rog.
2: <laughs> Ken, what that have been <laughs> And I used to silt silt like a big girl if I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, well we going I was gonna mention
0: that
2: later, but um, yeah I've you going I
0: to, mean, he, he used to it seconds. Yeah. Back in the aquarium, Rusty said, to ball from parking, Rog. <laughs> <laughs> park in
4: I didn't know we had a park End. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it, yeah, I, I I always thought that if 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 the slot wasn't with me, then I, I, it nullified my bowling. But you know, you you've got to take them off with the smooth. I I do get that.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it and it also, I, I you know, you you, you get to you get into a mindset, and you're obviously a, a young a young cricketer then, and, and once you get into a certain mindset, and you feel things aren't, you know, I can't do that. It's psychologically difficult, yeah. isn't it? It's. It is. and I, I think don't know we are.
4: One- I think that was the problem with me, Jess. It was all
2: him, all yeah, him. Yeah, because yeah. we had many a conversation, didn't we? And I was, you know, I wasn't particularly a bowler when I first started. And in the first, you know, three or four years of when Stan started letting me bowl and, and other people, I'd, I would, yeah, eventually, I would just bowl at any end, wouldn't I? I would just, wherever they wanted me to bowl, I would just take the chance. Absolutely. And I suppose, you know, that that's, it's just a complete different mindset, isn't it? And that's, yeah. you know, maybe something that you can't, you can only deal with when someone's, particularly young, to get it out of him.
1: Yeah. Who would have been, been taking your end then, Roger, at that stage? Would it have been lofty, predominantly?
2: Uh,
4: well, more than not, Joe, I, I did get that end. Uh, you know, I was lucky enough to to get it quite a lot. But uh, yeah. there was one season where uh, I find it a, a little bit bizarre that Curti, in, in Curti's second season, for some reason, he always wanted my end. Whichever end I were bowling at, wherever, or more away, he would
2: want my end. And it, I, I just find it strange. But, hey, Um So, Rog, I mean, you've, you know, we've established there self taught, really good action. You obviously know what you, you want to do with it when you, you're watching other bowlers and you want to try and change. I've just, just randomly, just going through as a you know, as we all do on here, uh, I found a game in '76, you're right, towards the end of the season, and you ended up getting um, f- five for 16. You remember that?
4: Yeah, I do very well. And you know, it's strange, years later when I was manager, um, yeah. this this old couple came up to me when I was walking around at East Lanks, and, and they came up to me and said, we remember when you got five five wickets against us when you were a, a young lad, and, yeah. and they said, I think it was your debut, well, it wasn't actually my debut, but they said, I think it was your debut. And you know, after all those years they remembered that, I thought it was pretty
0: yeah. I can believe it. Absolutely put in your collection.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, can you can you remember who the pro was for? Him? thanks Rog
3: yeah
4: I can yeah Trevor Chappell
2: yeah
4: that's right he's the, he's the underhand underarm bowler wasn't he mm. yeah you got him out as well mm. well after that season um, so you've yeah go on I think I had quite a, a good end to the season and um uh, Back then, there was a game that they used to play at Old Trafford between... I don't know if a lot of people know this, but uh, it was a game that that was played between a mixture of amateurs and a host of the professionals for the following season that played against Lancashire at Old Trafford. And they used to have a a youngster as as 12th man. And after after 1976, I was chosen to be 12th man at Old Trafford. Uh, Brilliant. I died, but he shit myself. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I, got, I got taken over to um, to Old Trafford with the, uh, with the umpire and Eric Wallywood, amateur captain of our team. But the, the pros that were right. playing, there were West Indian called Sid Matthews, an absolute nutcase Australian fast bowler called Trevor Lachlan, uh, Abid Ali, he played, L- Larry Gomes, right. yeah, Mark yeah. O'Neill. And then there was the most successful amateur bowler, the most successful amateur batsman. And it was but somebody cried off anyway and I got to field. I wasn't allowed to bat All the right. balls, but I fielded against him. Right. It was an amazing experience, but I'd I, I was just overhauled really being interested, in, you know, as a young kid with that yeah. ball. But
2: brilliant. But yeah, no, that, that's a good experience.
4: memory, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good yeah. Too. yeah, I, didn't no, I, I, yeah. Field, I field feel I on boundary for for quite a while and but I was doing okay. I was stopping everything and throwing ball right over at top at stumps and uh he yeah. brought me in circle for the rest of the game. So right. I was in the covers and Frank Hayes were batting and he was smashing everything through the cover, front foot, back foot, everything were coming through me. My hands were black and blue. <laughs> it good experience. There was only yeah. one person I took Lancashire team that, that was missing, and
2: it was um, Clive Lloyd. Right. Otherwise it oh, was brilliant. First. Yeah, it was it worked good. Yeah, great memories. And then the year after you got you know, seventy seven, that's when Amanas starts playing for us. Yeah. Um, you know, so, we fought quite a bit. We spoke quite a bit about about Jimmy on the podcast. You know, and everything's fantastic. Well, how how did you find him as a cricketer?
4: As a cricketer, he was uh methodical.
2: Yeah. He took a, a lifetime
4: of over his overs. I, how anybody can take so long to bowl an over. I'd, I'd, I used to fall asleep. It, <laughs> but he uh he, he used to just move you a, a 2 inches to your left. You, you know, if it move everybody in the field just he was just a perfectionist, I suppose. Or oh, he, he had OCD he wanted to, but
2: uh, yeah.
4: But he was a good player. He was a good player, and more often than not, he bowl from one end all afternoon. So we had to had to share the overs at the other end. Yeah. And it it wasn't easy because you know Trevor Jones was a, a, a top class bowler. Lofty was a top class bowler. So yeah. you know, I, I had no right to be in front in front of them bowling. You know, we, we'd just uh, just do the best you can and hope that you got some overs in. But it was difficult under Jimmy because he bought so many overs.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's interesting you say, you know, like you said, you know, they're a good side there with, with Trevor Jones outstanding, uh, you know, and Lofter, Um and yourself. And, you know, and the, the batters that we had, Stephen G, Brian Higgins, you know, Kevin there. Higgins. Yeah, you know, the good side. So why did we not do that well those, in those early years
4: of I'm Um, We were just a few players short. And the the wickets weren't great, to be fair, either. It was it was easy getting wickets than it was getting runs. Yeah. Uh, it lies, not always, but it depended yeah. if the if they put us on that ridge.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, and the drainage wasn't great, as as everybody knows. It's uh, it's if you spit on it, it it gets damp. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it's not easy batting down there, and and I think that's why a lot of lads came from uh, came from because they thought there's a good chance of getting a team, which which they did. Uh, yeah. There were wicket-keeper who came to put a bit of pressure on Iggy, but Bob, Bob Stevenson. And Malcolm Hayworth, right,
2: with
4: Darn yeah. Spinner
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, Ross was, Hayworth as
4: well. Ross Howarth. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure what where Ross Howarth came from. So yeah,
2: yeah. There were a lot of players that came and came and went. So you've gone so you now you're getting into your you know your early twenties and you know the side is in well, I'm not you know, improving. I still didn't think still think there's a decent side there, but we are getting, you know, towards the early eighties. What were your what was the dressing room like then as things were improving, you know, when you, you're looking at you're getting more experience, Stan's getting more experience and, you know, I, I don't know if they'd started playing 1980, 81, 82, but Johnny Hartley and Graham Bushell and all these players started to come, uh, t- you know, to come to the fore. What, what was it like then in the dressing room? And- um, well, we were improving.
4: I quickly walked down today when I was having a look at the positions yes. that, we, that we finished in. And in 1976, we finished 13th. Yeah. Uh, sorry, 1975, we finished bottom. Yeah, right. 76, we finished 13th. 77, 12th. 78, 10th. 79, 9th. 85th,
2: 81, 5th and 82nd. Yes. So, so, the improvement. Yeah. Yeah. It's a massive, um, a massive improvement there, Roger. What and what was that? Just genuinely down to new players coming in, um, or you know, better. Thought, you know, how, what was it down to? Um, the pros were,
4: were, were good. Jimmy was a good pro, you know. He, yeah. he he'd get four, four or five for not so many, and uh, and he was steady away with his batting. He, 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 he was a bit slow with his batting, um, and so we struggled chasing. We were better we were better defending, you know. We, we could All defend right. we could defend fairly small totals. But, uh, yeah, yeah. If we, ch- if we were chasing a big score, we we couldn't do it. Jimmy wasn't quick enough, and we didn't have the the, the personnel to be able to do it. But, uh, but but we knew our strengths, and we played to them best we could.
2: Yeah, and like you said, things are improving quite a bit. When did uh, can you remember? I mean, I can't find it on here. When Johnny Artlik, uh you know, got in the first team and started doing well because he was a you 78. know it was a fantastic all rounder. Seventy eight, he started. Yeah, I think it was seventy eight. Yeah, it was. Right. A good one. But I, with with John.
4: Uh, as as good as he was, I think he was using us as a stepping stone. I, I don't think Laurie's were ever going to be a long term thing with him, right? Uh, because he he used to oh, iron Allen uh, to death to to put him on to bowl because right. he, he wanted to get his wickets to to move on. I think, and that's eventually yeah. what he did. I think it was a bit of a plan, and it, it's not forced to come off, is it? You you still got to do the do the business, but yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Uh,
4: I think with yeah. Bush it's slightly different with Bush because. I think it just happened for Bush he was a good player, I'm not sure whether he, he he actually planned on trying to be a pro or whether it just happened because he because he was good and he did he, he did well at lives yeah uh, but he went on to pro as well as as we know but um, yeah two really good
2: players, and they were both all rounders which uh makes echo of a difference yeah yeah without doubt yeah so what so you moved on to you know to get to the 82 season what's you know what's your memories around that about how that how that went, you know, the, how we you know, we, we managed our, you know, quite a decent, successful season, albeit we didn't win. Well, uh, once again, I had, I had a look at that today. And uh, in that season, I think we lost five. Uh, yeah.
4: But we lost a Dominion home and away. Right. You know, which uh, it seems a bit strange when we're doing so well to, to lose. They went to bad side. But we, yeah. But, but why would we lose a I, I can't really remember why. But, uh, and then Church... We were chasing 189, and we got 187. So we're two runs short. at End in that season. Yeah, we lost. We lost yeah. by by one point.
2: Yeah, yeah, that make all the difference, won't it? Yeah, with the game against Rotten saw, weren't it, where we had to get the yeah. bonus point.
1: Yeah, and we. Church uh, we, finished third bottom as well.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: it was really frustrating, Joe. But, um, and maybe nerves. We're, we're beginning to show. I, I don't know. But... Uh, I remember the game at Rottenstall, and it it was mass panic in Dressingwood before people going out to bat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it were, <laughs> yeah, I I can remember that. You know, it would it would just panic. Really, we didn't have any. Wow, oh, what what happened? We were chasing a, a score, and and uh, and basically people were running themselves out, and it became a bit of a fiasco. Really, we should have won, but we but we didn't, and and Burnley beat us as well, and that that were that were hard to take as well.
0: But so did, did you not need to beat Rockstar with a bonus point?
2: That was last game of the season.
0: All oh, right. So bef- the the first game you played them.
2: Yeah. 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 stole where Brom's on about where they should have won. Um, right. Are you are
1: you aware, Duke what happened the last game? Have you seen the scorecard? Um, I've just had a look at it now. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. Or before i knew we got uh yeah. we got close to winning the league that year but it's definitely uh it's definitely worth definitely worth talking about i'm just looking at the scorecard now yeah so going into and, that uh, game, I mean, they, yeah they're top we're second it's tight but w- what what did you say matt we had to win with a bonus point to... yeah they were different I mean, five points for a win one of you bowled them out yeah yeah they just made
4: sure that we didn't get the bonus point
0: so, so it didn't matter whether they won or lost, Joe, as long as they didn't get bowled yeah. out. They, they, yes. they, they could have been 10 for one or 40 overs, couldn't they? A lot yeah, of, right. Well, it, it was a
1: 34-over game and they finished 50 for six Yeah, from 34 overs. It's <laughs> pathetic, isn't it? <laughs> it it I mean, is it its I
2: can't remember it being that bad. I, I,
0: I really don't, don't know that. if I'd have been able to tell me nerve no for 34 overs. I
4: know. No. I, 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 think, it was on, I think it was on the Iggy's podcast where... Uh, he spoke to Brian Payne, who was their captain at the time, and uh, and he said, "If we'd have got you down to to nine down, would you have declared?" And uh, he, he, I, I didn't speak to Brian Payne, but uh, but apparently he wouldn't answer. So the chances are that he would have that he would have
1: uh... right. Well, I, I think I think the rules have changed now. I think if you declare, you're all out. You, effectively yeah. For, yeah. you forfeit you, you forfeit your remaining wickets. Yeah. So you you're effectively all out.
0: Yeah, twice, yeah. You know but it I mean? is,
1: it's a bit outrageous that, isn't it?
0: Who it, yeah. it, it, it was our pro, Rog. Uh Ahmed, Jimmy, Evan Gray. Evan, Gray. Evan. Of course it was. Of course it
1: was. Yeah, yeah. His figures, Matt, that day, seventeen overs, nine maidens, five for twenty from seventeen overs. Well, there were seventeen eight ball overs. Yeah, yeah, eight ball overs as well. Five for yeah.
0: twenty.
1: Yeah. yeah, quite tidy that. So they,
0: they they just weren't they weren't playing. No, soccer. no. You just have everyone right back. Yeah, we we did our best, obviously. Um, I and mean, to, to get six down when they're not trying to score a run is is, is a decent effort, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
4: But uh, it, it's it's difficult because they were good players as well. You, you know, it's it's not like they were they were duck eggs.
0: Yeah, because they, they they won the league, didn't they? So they were they were up there. They were the the other best side in the league, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I just noticed
3: Pixie got stumped for a duck. Well, when you're trying to trying to um, not get out. Just <laughs> yeah. get, get his, I didn't know he played that game. I'll ask him about that next time I see him. yeah Nelson? He went from Ronstall to Nelson.
0: The guy that you know?
1: Phil Pickles, yeah.
0: yeah. Pickles. Oh, right. Was it that? Right.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah, I worked
0: with Phil. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you get, I, I can imagine Stan. i that Stan you? And you don't have to score a run to win league and you get stumped. Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are Franklin
0: Stevenson. Yeah, we'd get bollocked or we'd got bollocked, didn't we? If you we were chasing four hundred and fifty and got stumped trying it one over at top. But <laughs> <Well, laughs> if you'd have to score a run.
2: Yeah, when well, there are only one over left.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh dear. Yeah. Brilliant. So that so Rod, you know, you you've been through that, you know, the good era there of, you know, a good side, which unfortunately broke up, you know, two or three years after that for, for various reasons. Have you any memories about as you went through the eighties there and your becoming extremely established before we bring Matt in and start uh, getting it back towards the nineties and two thousands. Well um Kurt, I've got to say it was uh an it's amazing a wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. go on Rog. You,
2: you, carry on I just need to go... Yeah, the You fell coffee. off your chair Matt. You fell off your chair I think chair. he's probably
1: ran ran out of beer I guess. <laughs> oh, that very forced just disappearing weren't heat you Go on Rog. Yeah um yeah when Curtie came, um
4: his, his his first season was a little bit difficult, but uh his second season he was absolutely all awesome when he when he hit all those sixes and yeah he was fantastic to watch. I've, I've got to say he was amazing to watch. Uh he got I think he got sent to odd wickets as well in that in that second season. And to yeah. me he, I remember one game, Jess, and you'll remember it, when he brought you into short leg.
3: Yeah. And, yeah
4: uh, against Todd. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he pitched yeah. one halfway down track, the bloke pulled it right onto your forehead. Yeah. And I was yeah. so angry. I ran up to him. By the time I got to him, I could I couldn't think of what to say, and so I just ended up saying, "Do you realise that we're supposed to be going to watch It's swells tonight?"
2: <laughs> I won't do that again. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, was, I mean, I was in and out the side then, Rob. You know, and you were a, you you know a regular right throughout out then. And did you listen to Curti on the podcast? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had not changed a lot from you know the way he was and his attitude and everything. But he, you he, know, I've he a was play- ex- I
4: have I've I've a player who called it Wizard of Oz.
2: All oh, right, what's that for? I'm
4: looking for my heart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh yeah, oh yeah. He was going that. on describing
0: what, 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 various people. Yeah. What, what, what did they say? Roger wasn't wasn't very brave. It was his. What he said was.
4: Uh, that Andy McNicholas were really brave and that, and that I didn't have a heart. Yeah.
2: And he said right. if,
4: uh, if Andy McNicholas had my ability and I had his heart, what, what a player would be
2: then as well. Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, did you want to listen to that, Matt? Something I know you'd crack. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. You know yeah. he yeah. hasn't changed a great deal. He was a fantastic
1: batsman. The playground. Did them move everything. Yeah. 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 So then, as you know? Well, sorry, Jess. Can I just ask one? No. Yeah, go on, Duke. Eighty-three. You had five, five wicket holes in 1983. Uh, we finished fourth, 47 wickets you had. So that was your most productive uh, productive year. Is there anything that stands out from that year that you remember? Or can you put that down to anything? Um, Were you getting more overs?
4: Yeah, quite simply, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think like anybody else, if, if you're not bowling week in, week out, and then suddenly you're throwing the ball, it, it's, it's not easy. Uh, if if you are bowling week in week out, you get into a rhythm, uh, and and you you just bowl better. It's pretty basic, really. But uh, but especially under Jimmy Arman, I thought I wasn't bowling regularly, and you know you might go four matches without without bowling, and then suddenly they throw you at ball, and it's uh, it's, it's not easy. But um, but then I was uh, I think John Hartley had gone by then, and and Bush had gone, so there were more overs available, and and that's quite simply it.
3: Those were spinners as well, weren't they? Evan Gray,
4: Kurt.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: Which uh, which helps as well.
2: Yeah, saying that, Roger, I wouldn't. You know, you look at it, I just the average there. You you average fifteen point seven. So it, you know, it's all relative. You're you still, you know, that's a great great average to perform. Not just because you're bowling the overs. You know, you've uh, yeah, yeah. You've, probably, you, you've obviously done a fantastic job there, haven't you? Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I, I was quite pleased with that season, but. Um... But I, I always have problems with injuries, Jez. Like, uh, like Jess said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's Jez and Curty off your Christmas list. <laughs> oh, I, I won't be opening any more Chris anywhere this Christmas.
3: Dean <laughs> Sheridan, BSC, Medical Honours.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. So go on, Roy. So we get the, like the mid '80s. I'm playing quite a lot there, and at this stage, just talk us through because you did, you know, you did have to finish your career, you know, relatively early. Or certainly change things, change the way you bowled, etc., because yeah. of in- injuries. What what brought that on? Do you think Is it just a, a freak of of um, you know of, of unfortunate you know injuries, or was there some weaknesses somewhere? What were the you know the main issues around it? Um
4: well it was my back. Um right. I'd had trouble with my back since I was seventeen. Uh and so i i I learned how to bowl with it really because yeah. I couldn't manage it. But as as we got towards the, the, the mid eighties, towards eight, 86, 87 especially, I knew my, my my time was coming to an end. I,
2: yeah.
4: I couldn't bowl side on anymore because I I couldn't get out at bed day after. And so right. I started trying to Ultimate my action again to, to bowl more chest on, so I wasn't twisting as much. But then you you, you lose your potency, because that's not what I was. Yeah. And, uh, and it
2: all seemed to, to fall apart, so... In, and how old were you then, Rog? At 28. Yeah, see, that's oh. no age, is it? Just, and you, you know, you've you still got 300 wickets in the Lancashire League, you know, it and that's say no age that to finish. Well, it, it does say that I played until 1998,
4: strangely, but I didn't. I, I played a couple of games in 1988... And then three games in 89. And then that was it. I, I, I dropped down to
1: seconds then. Eh? I saw that, um, that that game, that rogue game in 98. It looks like the last game of the 98 season. So I was wondering, were you manager at that stage? Were you, were you team manager? Yeah. Maybe did you play because somebody cried off? Or do you remember anything about that? I can't, George. was Pro, and it looks like we played East. I think it was the game. It's last game of the season. You, and it, the scorecards got you on it as though, as though you played. Well, did he, did, did, did he bat to a ball? He or what? He sub field. He he's on he card. He, he didn't bat to he, a ball, but he's definitely on card. You subfielded him
0: more than once, I think, Rog. When you managed, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But no, you know, uh, unless you play, uh, unless I can't remember that. I'd have been captain, wouldn't I? Yeah.
1: It was actually the second to the last game of the season. All oh, right. And, I'm um. Yeah, you were captain, Matt. Motti were pro. We lost by eight. Uh, Eastlands won by eight wickets.
0: So, the, that, must fact... have, that must have been the year of that stupid shit. Timmy bats first Come back 110 overs. And you you're, right. It. you're right. You're right.
1: Because we batted first and we batted 55 overs. So, you're right. It was that year. It was that year. Yeah.
0: You must
2: have played, Rog, because it says you got one that out. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but I have no memory of it at all, Jess. much coming back to me, Matt, about that. I said, no. So I, it, it,
1: I, I think it is with me. I think it is with me. Well, I'm sure if we had a bit of time, we could look back at the scorecard before and see if we could work out who we're missing. Yeah. So you carry on talking and I'll have a look, see if I can work it out. Right. right. The, so, the, yeah, so, yes, sir. Yes, because
0: the Lancashire League website is not always 100% correct. Because I, I, when you sent me that thing, it says that I remember debut, debut in 1989 when Manzo were pro. Right. I didn't. I made it with Delway Morgan. Right.
4: Was that 90?
0: Yeah. So I, I tried to have a quick look, but I lost patience at seeing when I played in 1989. And, and I remember in my debut, there's anything at London, And I'm, I would state my life because I remember <laughs> dropping someone off Delway Morgan game after at their cup. Yeah, you don't forget your debut, do you? I don't no. forget my debut, Roger, No, no. It was no, very forgettable, right. but I don't forget it. But <laughs> well, you don't, though, do you? You don't forget your debut.
1: No, no.
2: We'll
0: the, missing, the missing right
1: individual. Yeah. yeah. The missing individual from the game before I was Frank. So, oh. there's every chance that he didn't <laughs> turn up, or he turned up in well. North East State to play? Or no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to
0: look at what the ta- what the Bailey's takings were in that nightclub <laughs> night before in Burnley. <laughs> it, if him and Scully had been on Bailey's, it could have been that.
2: Or uh, see where Burnley Football Club were playing because yeah. I mean, it's football yeah. season, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 On the but, on the fifth of September, he might have been in some cell somewhere. It's
1: a shame you can remember that. I mean, it'd be, it'd be, it's, it, there's a good story behind that. Oh, yeah, daily, the
3: Daily Mail, the newspaper tale he told, Jez. Yeah, right? going, break, and, going and buying all the newspapers. So yeah,
2: didn't see yeah, it. yeah. I Didn't see that he'd been locked up. You know, he was in he were in the centre of a photo. weren't Yeah, it? in a melee. Yeah, in a melee. Yeah. So, Rog, so you've got, you know, you're not even 30 and then, you you know, you're struggling to get through those, um, you know, through those long spells and, and, and the end is now. That's when, so then we've got Matt coming through, coming through the ranks. Um, what were your memories, Matt, of, you know, of of meeting up with the likes of, well, with Rog, because I remember you two being quite close and I remember Rog helping you out a lot. What, can you remember much about that, Matt, when you were coming through?
0: Oh, yes, absolutely, and I'm not blowing smoke up Roger's backside because he's on here. But when they when they say that he got Jack starting, yeah, or him, then Roger did everything and and more to me when he was in the second team. Um I, I think it helped probably being your little brother, his friend. You know what I mean. So I'm coming through. Um He's Roger's been a great player. I've watched him. Probably every every first team game, you know, when when I've been there watching him, yeah, looked up to him, thought he was great, cricket. To you know, I mean, what one of them that if I can do half of what Roger Bomley does, and then I'm playing the second team with him, and he's there, stood at mid on and mid off, and just I just amazing, just brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, but not just else. you know, just not Roger taught me more, and that's what I find hard, and I know. Roger got some sticker about not wanting to bowl for the park end and <laughs> Curtis saying he's got no heart. But the way <laughs> he taught me about the game and the opposition. Yeah. And not just to bowl that perfect ball that got them out was yeah. so valuable. You know what I mean? And it was just it was more it, it was more of that than anything that say, look, Matt, he's you can see what he's trying to do now. And I was a bit like you, Roger. I still wanted to run up a ball as fast as I could. Yeah and still thought thought I would like to be the fastest bowler in the world. But then you, and Rusty to a a lesser degree, because Rusty was great and he was in the same side. He was, very good. Yeah. And you would, but from a bowling point of view, you would just say, Matt, just look where where he stood. Look where he's trying to hit you. Look what he's trying to do. Put Mm -hmm. him here, put him there. Bowl it here, bowl it there. And that more than your head's dropping, Matt, get your arm up a bit more, do this, do that, do the other. It was more the game management that Roger brought to me. Than, than anything else. Yeah, it was I mean, awesome. that, it was brilliant. Yeah, I love my time at 17.
2: Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, it it, it yeah. was. It, was that it, a big call it, for you, Rog? Pardon? Was that a big call for you? You know, to because a lot of players, and and I'm included in this. I'm not sure I could have done that. You know, I mean, obviously I wasn't. I, I was finished a lot later than you were, but I just never appealed to me. Was that a big call for you to? to make that decision, right, I know I'm not going to play in the first now, but I want to go in the seconds and enjoy it, and secondly, give them something back.
4: Uh, that was absolutely my intention, uh, and I was a lot younger than you, Jess. Uh, yeah. You know, if you'd have gone in seconds, you'd, you'd have been a lot older than I was when I went in seconds, so I still felt I'd, I'd, I'd more to give, but in a different way, and yeah. I felt I needed to give something back, and um, and it's nice of Matt to say that uh, I did help, because I really did try to, to help the bowlers, not... not from a coaching point of view, because I w I, I wasn't a coach, but more from a game thinking management.
0: About, yeah. Yeah.
4: Just thinking about the game and thinking about the, the batters that you're bowling at.
0: I and, and I I'm sure Paul Stanley will say the same. because Paul Stanley was a touch younger than me. Yeah. I can remember Paul and I'll never forget a game, Roger. And I, I won't name the bowler to see if you remember it. And we we're playing against someone and we we're bowling them out. And me and this other bowler were bowling and we we're bowling them out. And I think it went one wicket each, two wicket each, three, four. And then he went and got five before I got my for in the seconds. And Roger came up to me and said, so-and-so, so-and-so, just said he's going to get six and you're going to end up with four. <laughs> right. And right. I got the wicket, went up with five each. Can you remember that other bowler, Rog? No, I've got to say no. Left armour? I, I are going to say Ryan, but I
3: weren't No,
0: no no, no, no. Derek Linaje? Oh, bloody hell. All uh, right, yeah, blast from the past great. I've forgotten all about that. Man. I'll never forget that. Never forget that. And you, yeah. came up and, and there were about 40 all out. And I think we're back to first. So we'd won it, weren't it? But right, you came on that. Yeah. Just what, what he did, it didn't matter. He just said it. He just, he yeah. get, you're, on, you're on a game five. Yeah. And little, just little things like I don't know, there was a lot of joking in that, a lot of
1: things. But just little things like that were just were, 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 were brilliant. I do remember. Yeah, when, I don't know when you're a wrong player.
2: Yeah. I do I remember
1: once. Uh, so when, when you really said it, Roger, was that just a plant? What was that? Sorry, I missed that. Derek had never... I don't think Derek's pulled that many words all season. He, no. Right, OK.
0: I, I, I would So he co- not said it. Roger, do, Roger just me. pulling your strings. Yeah, if yeah. Derek would have said anything along those lines for Roger to come and tell me, yeah, that was Roger doing what he yeah. came over there to try and encourage me to get the, get the last wicket. Yeah. Yeah. P- probably because he was bored and he wanted to part with me. <laughs> 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 But there's, but that <laughs> that that time was really, and there's another one classic that as soon as we said that Brom's coming on, and before we talk about the going into when you helped me when when I was 15, captain batting with Brom as well, because I was I I, I I could still I still knew which end to uh, bat to old in them days as well, <laughs> and we played at uh, Colin Roger used to bat in top five or six because the good thing about Roger and so did Keith so did Rusty Rusty used to open batting all the time didn't he Rog? Yeah, yeah, every game. They, they weren't in there to bat at eleven and not do anything. They, they 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 did there and they they played and held their own as players, but also brought on all, all the youngsters. We were playing at Conlon. if you remember, Roger. Lovely day, and we're chasing quite a decent total to win. And I think I'm batting with you. And uh, there weren't much. I think you might have batted at seven or eight or now at six or seven, something along those lines. Yeah. And Keith were on the balcony, and I run down wicket to a spinner and smacked it back over his head for six exactly the same ball did exactly the same but didn't hit it properly and just felt short at um, fielder so Rusty stands up and bellows on the balcony Roger calm him down <laughs> so <laughs> Roger's now on on strike next ball runs straight at wicket and smacks ball back up ball and blow back up into bowling green <laughs> so you can see Rusty just stood on the balcony with his head in his hands but we ended yeah. up I do of, remember that, yeah. You went up winning the game, but that's just, that's just what it was like. It, 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 was, it was very, very good. I do remember
4: one game, Matt, when, uh, I don't know if you were playing this game, but it were, it were Nelson away, and I was feeling it mid on, mid off to Shez. And right. uh, and Shez runs up with his first ball and fires it right over the top of batter, right over the top of Iggy. <laughs> and it goes to four byes. I just clapped my hands. Like, Come on, Shez, forget about it. You know, Next ball. On, on the spot, lad, next, next one, just flying out leg side. Iggy misses it, batsman misses it four wide. <laughs> this time, I said, Come on, Shaz, now pull yourself together, lad. You know, he did it for two more balls. Another one went straight over the top of Iggy's head, and then he just turns around to me and says,
0: I've got the fucking yips. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play much in seconds with Shaz. No, no, yeah. just, and there was nothing by that time.
4: I were doing the dying fly. And, oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I just,
0: don't yeah. tear myself anymore. I just fell
4: to the ground laughing. It was just hilarious. Because it it can't yeah. have been
0: that long, you? if you if you didn't finish playing first team till eighty eight, eighty nine. It I played. I remember debuting in nineteen first team, but I will probably more over regular from ninety two onwards. So we can't have had that. And I, I did play in first team in ninety one. What's but it it seems as though you were in seconds with me for like two or three years. But it can't have been. It it, it does seem like that, doesn't it? Mm. So, but
4: it can't. Well, that though, Matt. Uh, I only played two games in '88 and three games in '89. The rest of the time I, I was playing it seconds trying to. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. The season, then, then. Couldn't it? Yeah. It could have been that then. Yeah. Because also, you also played that game. I think we mentioned this on uh, the Paul Tanner mentioned and I mentioned it, and that uh, when you could bowl all the way through. And yeah. me and Stanley, we played in the league on Saturday, I think, and we both bowled 45 or 46 or something like that, six-ball over, and we bowled 23 each, and then cut with 50. But you could bowl 25. Yeah. And we ended up, and we were, I think I did bowl 25, but they put, took Stanley off for a rest and let Neil McSweeney bowl. And had to bring Stanley back on because we had no more balls. <laughs> <laughs> did, oh, Neil McSweeney under pop-up three times, and we couldn't find him. <laughs> 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 back on. Yeah, uh, you, you were definitely you were playing that year, so that, yeah, that, yeah, it could have been that, Rod. it couldn't have been 88, 89 as well, where we played quite a lot together,
4: yeah, 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 I'm sure it was. I remember the first time I saw your bowl ever, and I, I, I was asked to captain the thirds, and you, you'd only be a young lad, 15, right? And you, and it's the first time I'd seen your bowl, and you bowled quick. I loved it, you were bouncing him, and <laughs> I just loved it, and I I, would, I was just so happy. That we that we got a, a genuine
0: fastball. Uh, I would just his nuts. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I tried that. I, I, that's that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, it didn't always work out, but that's in the early days. That's that's what I wanted to do. Mm.
3: ta